Ladies and gentlemen all over the world, welcome to a brand new episode of Prime Talk with yours truly, the one and only Rodimus Prime here on this Wednesday, September 15th, 2021. I am back with some NFL news. Um, I tell you what, it's the first week of the season and things are already shaping up. Uh, I did like some of these games. I was very stunned with how some of these people played. Um, like I said, a lot of things are shaping up after just one week. Um, I do want to get into some, some news, however. Um, the New Orleans Saints, they had eight people test positive for COVID. I think with six coaches, one nutritionist, and one player. Um, hopefully they can get back to normal. As far as the coaches are concerned, I think, um, what's his name? The Fowler guy on ESPN. I think he said if they show negative symptoms or something like that, then they'll be able to coach on Sunday. Uh, but like I said, I hope they are quarantining the best of their ability. I hope they are safe and I hope they can all get back to normal. Uh, as we are still dealing with this COVID stuff, whatever, as far as the team is concerned, they all have to wear masks, no contact or nothing like that. So, you know, hopefully they can uh, get everybody back together and fight this battle known as COVID. Again, we're still fighting this stuff. It is a dangerous stuff. But other than that, man, I was very uh, excited to see NFL. I was excited to see football back, period. I don't know about y'all. I was very excited to see football back. I mean... I've already uploaded my college football stuff. Now I'm here to talk about some NFL. I tell you what, heading into week two, um, it's definitely going to say a lot about these teams just two weeks in and stuff like that. I know a lot of teams are out there dealing with injuries right, right now. The Washington football team, I'll talk more about them and Ryan Fitzpatrick in a bit. But, you know, week one was very interesting. So let's just jump right into the swing of things. Let's talk about Thursday, last Thursday, which really kicked off things. Um, we had the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This game was very exciting. It was better than what I expected. I predicted a blowout, but Dallas, they really hung in there and they kept this game close. Um, both teams had a lot of turnovers and whatnot, but Tampa Bay ended up winning 31-29. to that bad man known as Tom Brady. I know another bad man, but he did not perform well on Sunday. But I want to talk about this guy. This man is in his 22nd season in the NFL, and he is still at the top of his game. TB12, what more can you say? I mean, seriously, what more can you say? Dak Prescott, he's another person that was on top of his game last Thursday. And he really, both guys really did not disappoint. I mean, despite Dak Prescott throwing the ball almost 60 times, he really put on a good performance. Um, this dude has been a lot through uh, throughout the last few months. Ever since um, last October, you know, last season when he had that ankle injury, he's been through a lot. Um, he had that bad ankle injury last season. I think it was like week four, week five, or whatever, mid-October. Um, he had to deal with shoulder problems during the offseason, barely practiced, didn't play not one single preseason game, 
and he still performed very, very well, as well as Tom Brady. Uh, but Dak, he was 42 of 58, 403 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Amari Cooper, he had a big game as well, 13 receptions for 139 yards and two touchdowns. C.D. Lamb, seven receptions for 104 yards and a touchdown. As far as Tampa Bay is concerned, uh, Tampa Bay, like I said, TB12, 44, almost 45, still at the top of his game. This man is still going strong. Uh, 32 for 50, 379 yards, four touchdowns, two picks. Again, both teams had a lot of turnovers. So hopefully they will improve. It's just week one. Hopefully they will improve. They're playing 17 games this year, so they got a long they got a long ways to go. Um, uh, Antonio Brown, AB, he got five receptions for 121 yards and a touchdown. And Rob, Rob Gronkowski, Gronk, eight receptions for 90 yards, two touchdowns. Again, this was a very good game, better than what I expected. Tampa Bay won on Championship Night. Uh, 31-29. And then Sunday, we had some action. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles went to Atlanta and blew the Falcons out on their own field. And Jalen Hurts apparently saw jersey sales spike 500%. I literally saw an article that said he saw jersey sales spike 500%. That's big. But anyway, he had a big game of his own. Uh... Like I said, they blew the Falcons off their own field. It was just embarrassing. 32-6, Eagles won. The Eagles were the only team in the NFC least, I'm sorry, the NFC East that won their game. Everybody else lost. So they're right now, after one week, are leading the NFC East. But I still don't see them doing much. Anyway, Pittsburgh, they came back and won their game against Buffalo 23-16. to Josh Allen just did not look good. He had an okay performance, but Josh Allen just really didn't do well. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, who a lot of people are counting out, uh, he restructured his contract early this offseason. 18 for 32, 188 yards, and a touchdown. Cincinnati over Minnesota 27-24 in overtime. The San Francisco 49ers. Like they had a loss because the Detroit Lions, they they almost came back and won, but apparently it wasn't enough because they were down bad in the second in the first half. Second half, you know, they started to pull a little comeback, but the comeback wasn't enough again because they lost by eight. Niners won forty one to thirty three. Really good game there. Arizona over Tennessee. What was up with them Tennessee Titans? I mean, seriously, they just looked awful. They looked awful. They're one of my teams that I feel like can have a strong run this year. 17 games. I, I'm hoping they can have a strong run to where they make the playoffs. But they look pitiful. Okay? Kyler Murray and that squad just basically dominated. Speaking of Kyler Murray, he was 21 for 32, 284, four touchdowns and an interception. De, um, DeAndre Hopkins, six receptions for 83 yards. And Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, I don't know what he had going on. He was just, I don't know. 21 for 35, 212, a touchdown and an interception. That defense from Arizona really played 
they really played a good game. They really put that pressure on Ryan Tannehill. He's going to have to do better. Again, it's a 17-game season. He's going to have to do better. I'm sure he'll improve. But last week, week one, he looked awful. Seattle over Indianapolis 28-16. to The L.A. Chargers over the Washington football team uh, 20-16. to Ryan Fitzpatrick got hurt, unfortunately. You don't want to wish nothing bad on these guys. I hope, I'm hope i hoping that Fitzpatrick will get better throughout the weeks. He will be out six to eight weeks due to a hip injury. Um, it did not look well. So uh, I don't have his stats in front of me. I just have out six to eight weeks due to hip injury. He got hit really bad. So I'm hoping for a speedy recovery. And Tyler, he- Tyler Heineke is their now starting quarterback. He got in the game. I don't have his stats written down in front of me. I saw what Stephen A. Smith said on his show, the Stephen A. Smith show, and he said it sounds like a muffler company. Tyler Heineke. That is his name, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so he will be starting this week. I'll talk more about that as I transition, in, as I head into week two, if you will. The Carolina Panthers took on the New York Jets. The Jets almost had a comeback win. But they lost 19-14. to Sam Darnold against his old team. 24 for 35. 279 yards and a touchdown. He really had a strong game. I think he'll do really well in the new system uh, as, far as, the Panthers is con- as far as the Panthers are concerned. Um, he's going to make some mistakes along the way. But as far as I'm concerned, Sam Darnold really looked well. Uh, Zach Wilson, rookie Zach Wilson, in his first ever NFL game, 20 for 37, 258 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. The Houston Texans, boy, did they take care of business with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know Jacksonville's young, and I know they're banking on Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer. Speaking of Urban Meyer, as I mentioned, I just uploaded my college football review and my week three predictions. There's a lot of talk about who's going to be the next head coach at USC. Urban Meyer's name was in the mix at one point. Uh, He said he's not going to be the next USC coach. But how many times have we heard that before? Don't be surprised that this man leaves after one year because he knows that the Jacksonville Jaguars are not going to do anything this year. Okay? Nick Saban pulled that stuff when when he was with the Miami Dolphins, and look how he's turned out at Alabama. Many coaches say they're not going to go here, they're not going to go there, not just in football, baseball, basketball. Don't be surprised if Urban Meyer leaves after this year because he knows the Jacksonville Jaguars are not going to cut it, okay? Speaking of which, Trevor Lawrence, 28 for 51, 332 yards, three touchdowns, and three picks, okay? This was his first loss since college and high school. And I got I to gotta rant about this. I don't know if it's just me, but why is it that every quarterback, especially quarterbacks and players in general who go to the NFL think they're not going to lose? Why is that? Just because you were good in peewee doesn't mean you're not going to suffer a loss in high school and college and so forth. The NFL is a lot different from what it is in college, and college is a lot different from what it is in high school and middle school and so on and so forth. I don't understand that. Like, you know what you're signing up for. I don't know why these guys think they're going to go into this league thinking they're just going to win every game on the schedule and boom, it's a cakewalk. No, it's not. You are playing against guys who have been in this league 
three, four, five, ten, fifteen years that know what they're doing, and they they're gonna lay you on your ass one way or the other. And Trevor Lawrence, I know it's his first game. He's a rookie. He's gonna learn from his mistakes, but that's just my feeling. I'm just like, why do y'all think y'all are not going to lose? Why is that? And that is my rant of the week. Anyway, Kansas City and Cleveland. Boy, was this a game. This was a game. You got two of the hottest quarterbacks right now in Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes. And just when you think Patrick Mahomes can't do it, this man is a human. I told somebody at work yesterday, this man is a human video game. You understand? I talk about people like that in wrestling, but this dude right here, he is a walking video game. This man is amazing. This is why I'm a Patrick Mahomes fan. I am a diehard Patrick Mahomes fan, right? Baker Mayfield, you know, he did well. He struggled a bit, but, you know, Patrick Mahomes is just, that dude is awesome. Anyway, 27 for 36, 337, three touchdowns, um... Tyreek Hill, 11 receptions for 197 yards and a touchdown. And Baker Mayfield, last but not least, 21 for 28, 321 yards and an interception. He threw that late interception in the game, which cost his team. And again, the Kansas City Chiefs won 38 to 29 over Cleveland. I saw something, I think it was on ESPN or FS1, whatever one of those shows it was. Asking, uh, no, it was Get Up. I know what it was. They asked who would win in the best of seven series between Kansas City and Cleveland. I'd pick Kansas City in six. I mean, what are we talking about here? Not that I'm saying Cleveland wouldn't play as well, but Kansas City in six. Enough said about that. Anyway, the Miami Dolphins. They defeated the New England Patriots in a close one, barely. I picked the Patriots to win, but Miami got the job done. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa. I just wrote Tua because I don't have time to spell out his name. His last name, that is. I don't have time to spell out his last name. So I'm just going to start writing Tua from now on when I do my notes. Uh, He was 16 for 27, 202 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Um, Oh, excuse me. Damian Harris, I'm sorry, yeah, Damian Harris, he was 23, he had 23 rushes for 100 yards, and Matt Jones, Matt Jones, yes, again, who I call Bill Belichick's net version of Tom Brady, 29 for 29, 29 281, and a touchdown, so he looked, he looked all right his first game, it was a lot of Alabama love this week, let's just say that, you had Jalen Hurts, even though he played at Oklahoma also. Uh, Najee Harris, Matt Jones, Tua Tungavailoa. Um, who else? Who else am I missing? Let's see. Let me go through my notes here. Uh, yeah, you had a lot of Alabama love, if you will. Um, uh, golly, what's his name? Uh, the receiver from Alabama who plays with Jalen Hurts. I can't think of his name. He just won the Heisman. Damn it. Now, now I can't even think of the dude's name. He He's also a rookie. So, uh, yeah, a lot of Alabama love, if you will. Uh, and the New Orleans Saints. Can I just talk about Jameis Winston here? The New Orleans Saints blew the Green Bay Packers off the field. Now, they played in Jacksonville. Um, 
because of what happened with Hurricane Ida a few weeks ago. The New Orleans Saints crushed the Green Bay Packers 38-3. Jameis Winston outplayed Aaron Rodgers, the other bad man. And I don't mean that as an insult, but he and Tom Brady are two of the baddest quarterbacks. If you add Patrick Mahomes, that's three. But I'm, I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady here. They are two of the baddest quarterbacks in the game. Aaron Rodgers looks like shit. I know it's just week one. I know it's just the first game, but he looked like garbage. Okay? Jameis Winston outplayed Aaron Rodgers. Jameis Winston, had four, he was 14 for 20, 148 yards, and five touchdowns. The key thing about this is that he did not turn the ball over. And everybody's still bringing up the 30 for 30 season he had when he was leading yards also. Everybody's still talking about the 30 touchdowns, 30 interception season he had a couple years ago, but that's in the past now. He's now under Sean Payton's tutelage. He's now working under him. The bottom line is, like I said, the thing is with Jameis, he did not turn the ball over. As far as Aaron Rodgers is concerned, he turned the ball over. Aaron Rodgers was 15 for 28, 133 yards and two interceptions. Also, Jameis was... He had six rushes for 37 yards. Uh, Jordan Love, he got in the game. He was five for seven for 68 yards. But the thing about this is that Aaron Rodgers, he did not play well. A lot of people would say, and even Stephen A. Smith said on first take, this was the most atrocious game that he has played in his career. He's been in the league for like 15, 16 years, and I have never... I have never seen Aaron Rodgers play a game like this like he played. He just he just looked out of sync. He just looked unfocused. We all know he wants out of Green Bay. That's not the point. The point is that he got played by James, he got outplayed by Jameis Winston. And not to take away from Jameis. Kudos to Jameis. He did very well. It's just week one. I want to see how he does week in week two because he's trying to revitalize his career. Okay? He's been in the league seven years now. He's trying to make a comeback. Again, he's under the tutelage of Sean Payton, who does a very good job as head coach. He's one of the best coaches in the game. But I want to see Aaron Rodgers do better. I want to see... This is how I look at things. I want Jameis Winston... I'm not the biggest Jameis Winston fan, but I want him to do well. I hope he does well throughout the season. It's going to be a long 17-game season. Aaron Rodgers has to do better. He said... I look bad, we all look bad. And that is true. He's not lying. They looked horrible. They only scored three points. They looked horrible. But I want to see Aaron Rodgers do well. I still think he's going to be in the mix for MVP. He might win MVP. He won MVP last year. But that was last year. I want to see what he's going to do this year. But just the fact that Jameis Winston outplayed Aaron Rodgers says a lot. But we'll see how they both do throughout the upcoming weeks. Denver. They defeated the New York Giants 27-13. The less I say about the Giants, the better. Daniel Jones is trash. That's pretty much all I got to say. Daniel Jones had a horrible game. The Giants are terrible. And I hope come next year's draft, the Giants bank on a quarterback. I hope they use one of their draft picks, one of their few draft picks on a quarterback because Daniel Jones is not cut. Uh, The L.A. Rams, they defeated the Chicago Bears. 34 to 14 on Sunday night football. Matt Stafford 
was 20 for 26, 321 yards and three touchdowns. Andy Dalton, he was 27 for 38, 206 yards and an interception. And Justin Fields got in the game. He was two for two for 10 yards. The biggest thing about Chicago is that many feel like Justin Fields should be starting over Andy Dalton. And I agree. You know, I'm not the biggest Andy Dalton fan because I don't think he's that good. But the point being is, Justin Fields needs to be the man to lead that team. Not him, not Nick Foles, not not Andy Dalton, not Nick Foles. It should be Justin Fields. If you're not going to use Justin Fields and properly uh, develop him as a starting quarterback that can lead your team to the future, what was the point in picking him 10th overall in the draft? That is my question. If you're not going to make the effort to use him like you should and have him lead your franchise, what was the point in picking him 10th overall? What was the point? I mean, of course they were going to lose this game. As far as Matt Stafford is concerned, he is finally on a team that can contend for a Super Bowl. I'm not saying he's going to lead them to the Super Bowl or possibly win it, but he's on a team that can be in the mix for a Super Bowl, unlike his career in Detroit. Because he was going to go nowhere in Detroit. He was going to go nowhere. And we all saw it. And Matt Stafford just looked like he was comfortable. He looked like he was... He just, he just looked focused. He's under Sean McVay. Sean McVay has a different system than what it is in Detroit. And I think Matt Stafford is going to do very, very well under his tutelage as well. And Monday Night Football, boy, was this a game. The Las Vegas Raiders defeated the Baltimore Ravens 33-27 to in overtime. Uh, week one, like I said, is already starting out with a bang. It definitely ended with a bang. Um, Derek Carr, he put on a performance in overtime, he put on a performance. He put on a nice performance throughout the game. Uh, Lamar Jackson, nineteen for thirty, two hundred five yards and a touch, two hundred thirty-five yards and a touchdown. Twelve reset, twelve rushes for eighty-six yards. Uh, that fumble during overtime is what cost them the game. Um, as far as Sammy Watkins is concerned, he played a big role. Uh, four receptions for 96 yards. Derek Carr, 34 for 56, 435 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. I tell you what, during one play in or- overtime, if Willie Sneed had dropped that ball, in which he did, and the Ravens won that game, he definitely would have been called out, and he would have. De- he almost cost his team the game. Willie Sneed almost cost his team the game. And it would have definitely been a problem in Vegas. And like Derek Carr said, uh... Coach Gruden, he definitely would have been a not-so-happy camper. He definitely would have been an angry man. And he, and he, being Derek Carr, said he wouldn't have slept at night knowing that they lost that game. But that was a very good game. I was not surprised. I was not expecting, I'm sorry, the Baltimore Ravens to lose the way they did. But it was a close one. It was a nail-biter. And kudos to the Ravens. Kudos to the Raiders. They got the job done. Let's talk week two of the NFL season, the early NFL season, as we uh, progress throughout the upcoming weeks. Thursday night football, tomorrow, we have the New York Giants taking on the Washington football team. 
like I said, the less I say about the Giants, the better. Washington will be led by Tyler Heineke, who is now their starting quarterback. I know it's a lot of talk about Ron Rivera needing to call Cam Newton. I hope somebody picks him up. I really do. But I want to see how this um, this Tyler Heineke guy does. I want to see how he does. Anyway, I got uh, the Washington football team winning. I, I, at first, I picked the Giants, but I said no. Daniel Jones is garbage. I'm going to pick the Washington football team to win. Um, at first, I got the Giants 27-21. I'm going to pick the Washington football team. I'm gonna say twenty. I'm gonna say thirty-one to seven. That'll be my final score. I'm gonna say thirty-one to seven because Sanquan Barkley he didn't look good. I know it's just the first game. Everybody's all up on him about his injury from last year. Hopefully he'll have some decent numbers. I doubt it. Again, you know, less I say about the Giants, the better. But I got the Washington football team winning thirty-one to seven. On Sunday, we have the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals taking on Chicago Bears. I got Chicago winning 38-20. The Houston Texans taking on the uh, Cleveland Browns. Houston, I see them losing big. I got Cleveland winning big, 42-20. to I think Baker Mayfield is going to have one of the best games of his career. So again, 42-20 Browns. Next, we have the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Indianapolis Colts. I think uh, Matt Stafford will have another solid game. I got the Rams winning 31-17. to The Buffalo Bills, they travel to Miami to take on the Dolphins. I don't see Tua and the Dolphins winning. I wouldn't be surprised if they do win, but I think Josh Allen and those uh, Buffalo Bills, I think they'll use this as motivation. I think they'll use this as a as a tool to um, get them the victory. I think he'll play well. I think the defense will step up, in which they should, because they definitely didn't step up when they had the Pittsburgh Steelers come back and beat them. But I think the defense of Buffalo will – I think they'll play well. They'll have a solid showing. I think Buffalo will win 41-24. The New England Patriots will take on the New York Jets. I think Matt Jones will struggle at times, but I think he can get the job done. I think the Patriots will get the job done. I'm going to say 28-7. to 7. I still have hopes that the Patriots will surprise a lot of people. I, think, I still think they'll make the playoffs. So 28-7 uh, to 7 is my final. The San Francisco 49ers, they travel to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles, led by Jalen Hurts. Um... I don't see Jalen having the same performance as he did when they played the Falcons. Nonetheless, I got San Francisco winning 34-14. to I think Joey Bosa and that squad on that defense, they're really going to put the pressure on Jalen. So I got 34-14 to Niners. The Las Vegas Raiders will take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think Pittsburgh is still going to ride on that high from week one when they made that comeback. Um, Vegas, you know, they're going to do really well. Derek Carr, you know, hopefully he can put up some decent numbers on his own. Uh, I see him throwing a couple picks in this game. I think Pittsburgh will win 37-21. The Carolina Panthers, 
will take on the New Orleans Saints. Again, I want to see how Jameis does. Jameis is trying to revitalize his career. He's trying to resurrect his career. But I think they'll come up short. I think Sam Darnold and that crew will get it done in overtime, 29-23 over the Saints. The Denver Broncos, they will travel to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. And again, Trevor Lawrence, I see him struggling. I see him making plays when need be, but he's not going to get the W. He's not going to get the W against that strong defense known as the Denver Broncos. I'm going to say 35-14 Denver. Minnesota, the Vikings will take on the Arizona Cardinals. I got Minnesota winning 27-10 in that one. The Atlanta Falcons, boy, oh boy. You know, the Falcons are another team where it's like the less I say, the better. Because they still haven't recovered from that Super Bowl from a few years ago. Um, Tampa Bay, I just see them running all over Atlanta in this game. I don't know what else to say. I love Matt Ryan. You know, he's been there a long time. But clearly, what they don't understand, what Falcons management don't understand, it's time for him to go. It's time for him to go. And I got TB12 and that squad winning in a big way, 45-16 over the Falcons. Again, the less I say about them being the Falcons, the better. The Dallas Cowboys, they got a good one on their hands. They will take on... Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, I think this will be a good game. Uh, I think Dak, I think he'll have another uh, solid showing. I'm not saying he'll put up the numbers like he did in week one, but he'll put up some decent numbers. I'll say somewhere between uh, 275 and 315. I think that's how many yards he'll have. Um, He'll probably throw like three touchdowns or something like that. I see them winning 37-20 over the Chargers. You know, like I said, if if the offensive line can create more space for Ezekiel Elliott, because week one he had 11 rushes for 33 yards, and I know there's a lot of concern, but he'll be all right. You know, the offensive line just needs to create more space for him so he can gain more yards, but I think Dallas will win. The Tennessee Titans will take on Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. I see Seattle blowing out the Tennessee Titans, who will struggle. I think Seattle win 30-7. I don't know what's going on with Tennessee, but hopefully they can get it together. And in Sunday night football, we have a classic on our hands. Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and the Kansas City Chiefs will take on Lamar Jackson and the Buffalo and the Baltimore Ravens. I almost said Buffalo Bills. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kansas City versus Baltimore. I think this will be a real good game, just like Monday night's game. Um, you know, like I said, Patrick Mahomes, and you can add Lamar Jackson to this list too. Those are two human highlight reels. I can watch those two all day. I'm big fans of theirs. Those two are going to put up some numbers. Question is, is Baltimore going to bounce back from this loss? What is Kansas City going to do? What can they not do? Look who their quarterback is. Look at the pieces that they have. Um, Lamar, you know, he's good on his feet, but he's going to need more than his feet. Same way with uh, Patrick Mahomes. And I'll be tuning into this game and whatnot, but I think this will be a classic. However, I see Kansas City winning 35-24. 
So Kansas City is my pick in that one. And in the Monday night game, Green Bay will take on Detroit. I think Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, will have a, a bounce-back game like no other. I think he will uh, probably throw for 300 to 400 yards maybe. I'll say at least 315 because the way he played in week one was just garbage. He just looked horrible, okay? I think he'll definitely use this as some big motivation. I'm going to say they blow out Jared Goff in the Detroit Lions 39-6. to I mean, it's the Lions. What more do you need to say? So those are my picks for week two of the NFL season as we uh, continue to go along here. My player of the week, this is what I'm going to do every week. Player of the week. I'm going to give a player of the week for offense, defense, maybe the team in general. Who knows? But my player of the week for week one goes to Jameis Winston. I really feel like he deserves it with the way that he played against Green Bay. Again, the key thing with Jameis, don't turn the ball over. Yes, he was a turnover machine a couple years ago, but that's in the past now. I want to see what he does in 2021 in his seventh season. So week one. Player of the week goes to Jameis Winston. Again, 14 for 20, 148 yards, five touchdowns. So we'll see what he does in week two when they play the Carolina Panthers. And with all that being said, those that is my review for week one and my predictions for week two. Hopefully your team will do well. Hopefully they will win. We'll see how everything shapes out throughout uh, week two, heading into week three, and throughout the season of the NFL. So with all that being said, I hope you all stay safe. Hope you all are doing well. Hope your weekend goes well. Again, stay safe. Uh, It's raining out here in my neck of the woods. It's been raining out here all day. But I've been inside most of the day, so it don't really faze me none. But with all that being said, I'm Rodimus Prime. And you all have a blessed day, and I will see you guys next time.